What's up guys? Welcome to God's Lemonade Stand. I'm so glad you guys could join us today. A little introduction. My name is Isaac and with me today I have my best friend Jack. So the topic for today is relationships with friends and I wanted to share with you guys a quick verse here. It's John 13 35. It says, by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So, Jackie, what does that verse mean to you? Well, I mean, one of the most beautiful things about um, godly friendships is that when you love Jesus, when you're passionate and you're in love with the Lord, then literally everything in your life is just an overflow from your personal time with Him. And so, Holy Spirit literally comes and He shows you how to love. He shows you how to be a good friend because you know how to be His friend first. And so, what I love about that verse is it actually says that we are going to be recognizable based off of our time with Him. And that flows into everything, including friendships. Amen. Yeah. Let's kick off today's podcast with some worship music.
guys and welcome to this segment. With our theme of the day being uh, relationships with friends, we thought it would be a good idea to get to maybe learn a little bit more about our pastors so that we can be better friends with them. So we decided to do it through a trivia, through a trivia challenge. So today I have Xavier and Berkeley Moss here with us. Are you guys ready? We're ready. Ready as we'll ever be. Cool. So let's start off with the first question. Which one of our pastors has a pet named Frank? Xavier, this is for you. I'm going to say Pastor Alex H. That would be incorrect. Uh, Since you got it wrong, Berkeley, do you want to steal? Yes, sure. Pastor B. That is wrong as well. The pastor who has a pet named Frank is actually our very own Pastor Molly. She has a cat named Frank. Which one of our pastors considers himself one-fourth Pacific Islander? This is for Berkeley. All right, Pastor Chandler. That is correct. Good job. Xavier, this next question is for you. Or which one of our pastors is a Ph.D. student? Pastor Brian? That would be incorrect. Berkeley. Pastor B. That is correct. Good job. Look at that. So, Berkeley... Which one of our pastors was born in Walla Walla, Washington? Pastor Chandler. That is correct again. Good job. Look at that. I, I, I think we have a landslide coming here, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Xavier, who went skydiving for their 30th birthday? Pastor Molly. That would be correct. Welcome. You're finally on the board. Berkeley. Which one of our pastors is a huge Lakers fan? Pastor Alex. Which one? We have two. H. That would be correct again. It is four Berkeley, one Xavier. Let's see if Xavier can get his head in the game and see if he can answer some. Okay. Which one of our pastors is the middle child of three sisters? Pastor Alex H. That would be correct. There you go. And you got two in a row now. Let's see if you can keep it up. Berkeley, which one of our pastors considers himself to be a gamer from the age of nine? Our senior pastor, Pastor Castle. Pastor Castle, <laughs> that would be correct. Okay, Xavier, which one of our pastors grew up in the D.C. area? Pastor Alex B. That would be correct. Good job. You getting a whip in today, man? <laughs> that, that was... Wow. Um, looks as if dad is winning. Look here, look here. I'm just saying, he has a lot more time on Zoom with all of the pastors than I do. I'm not saying... Not to do my research, man. It's not research <laughs> Well, it technically is research. I guess it's not about your pastors. Uh, so, Berkeley, 
Which one of our pastor's favorite cuisine is Indian food? Ah, oh, Pastor Brian. That would be correct again. I don't think he's missed one just yet. You got to listen to the pastors when they talk. <laughs> I guess it would all help us if we paid attention to the sermons a little bit more. Wow, the shade is real. <laughs> Xavier, let's move on to our next question. Which one of our pastor's favorite food is candy? Pastor Alex H. That would be incorrect. Berkeley, would you like to steal? I would say Pastor Molly. For the first time, you are incorrect. Oh! <laughs> Well, for the second time. For the second time, you are incorrect. The pastor whose favorite food is candy is our very own Pastor Chandler, the youngest one of the group, you know. Berkeley, this one is probably one of the hardest questions that we have here. All right. Which one of our pastors has his or her own podcast? Pastor Molly, man. Oh, man. I didn't think you know that or not. That would be correct. Do you know what it's called? Well, Xavier, I would give you a point if you can get this one correct. Mm-hmm. Oh. I always remember it had... I always thought of electricity when I heard the title, and now it's... I'm, like, blanking on it. Electricity? Yeah. Well, you, you didn't have any clue as to the title, so don't come... Okay, I'll, I'll put you guys out of your misery. It is called Jesus States. Our very own Pastor Molly has her own podcast called Jesus States, if you want to go and check it out. Was there a different to podcast title prior? No, but electricity sounds good, though. Okay, Xavier, which one of our pastors used to be a college professor? Pastor Molly. That would be incorrect. Our Pastor Molly was a high school teacher, not a college professor. Berkeley, would you like to steal? Sure, I would say Pastor Alex B. That would be correct again. What is the score? It's a lot to a little. It is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Our score is 8 Berkeley, 3 Xavier. Okay. Which one of our pastors used to be the host of a cable television show? I will go with Pastor Molly here. That is incorrect. Pastor Brian Castle. That would be correct. Ooh. Your first steal of the day. Congratulations. And you, and you questioned me listening during sermons. He dropped that nugget during one of them. So it turns out Xavier was listening during uh-huh. the sermon. I missed that sermon. <laughs> we have six questions left. Ooh. Which, in order for for you to win, to, Xavier, to get four of them right. you basically have to answer all of them in Berkeley to get all of them wrong. That's not possible, man. <clears throat> Not possible. Keep talking. Look at that. (laughs) Berkeley, which one of our pastors loves fountain pens? I would say... As he thinks about it. I would say... Theologian. Intellect. I'm not giving you hints. Old old English style. (laughs) Pastor Bryant. We don't have a Pastor Bryant, but you're talking about Pastor Bryant. Pastor Bryant. That is still incorrect. I'm going to say Pastor Molly. That is incorrect. Okay. The pastor who loves fountain pens is our very own Pastor Alex B. Oh, I I should have looked at his pen today. Xavier, which one of our pastors loves roller coasters and is still in search and is still in search of the ultimate roller coaster? I'm going to say Pastor Chandler. 
Pastor Chandler is incorrect. Oh. Berkeley, would you like to steal? I think it's one of these young ones, man. I think it's one of the young ones. It's I, do we have a lot Right of now, Berkeley is singing between Pastor Molly and Pastor Chandler, one yes, of our young ones. Yes, I think they have a lot of roller coasters on the West Coast. Oh. <laughs> I'd go West Coast, Pastor Chandler. That would be incorrect. And and I also literally just said Pastor yes. Chandler. You both? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. They both answered Pastor Chandler. Can, can Isn't I, that great? I know I won't get points for it, but can I submit a secondary guess? Yes. What is your secondary guess? Pastor Brian. That would be correct. Mm. Look at that. And that... Mm. For this one, for this one to give Xavier a chance, each each of the next four questions will be worth two points. Ooh. <laughs> Berkeley. Yes, sir. Which one of our pastors broke their wrist in three places while competing in a long jump competition in high school? Long jump, tall man. Ooh, I love your thinking process. Physiology. Pastor Bryant. Pastor Bryant. Yes. <laughs> that would be correct Stop. again. You're done, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Let's see if Xavier can somehow get that. <laughs> Which one of our pastors loves to go scuba diving? Pastor Alex H. That would be correct. He has two points. Pastor Berkeley. Pastor Berkeley. I got promoted here. <laughs> By that. I, I got, I'm thinking of pastors too much right now. If you get this next one right, you have secured your victory. Yes. If you get it wrong, Xavier gets to steal and he has a chance to tie. Which one of our pastors used to do the springboard diving in college? A lot of our pastors seem to be good athletes here. Yes. He's looking at his hand. Apparently, he has each pastor on, on a finger right now, so so he's trying to like knock out which one he thinks they will be. This is for the win. What's your final guess? Um, oh, Pastor Bryant. Who is, <laughs> who is <laughs> Pastor Bryant? <laughs> Brian. Pastor Bryant. <laughs> Pastor Bryant again. Pastor Bryant. That is incorrect. Oh. Would you like to steal? Xavier, if you get this right, you keep yourself alive for one more question. I would say Pastor Chandler. Congratulations, you are no longer. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 gave me such hope. Such hope. Given. Hold on, what do I say that wrong? Oh, man. Rough. You gave me hope. Winner! Berkeley is our winner. Instant champion! Thank you guys for being a part of this segment. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Congratulations, Berkeley. Xavier, hope you do better next time. Oh, man. Have a good one. Check. <laughs> check, check. Chickity, check. This is we'll Pastor Chandler. <clears throat> there you go. Talking about words and saying things specifically to address the points of question in which we're prior to this meeting. Sweet. Cool. Um... Hello, everyone. I was asked to share a devotional, which I'm super excited about. A devotional specifically about friendship and how to share Jesus within a friendship. And so, of course, naturally, 
First thing I did was Google Bible verses on friendship. And a variety of verses came up, just to read off a few. First Thessalonians 5.11, Therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you are doing. Colossians 3.13, Bear with one another and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And so the Bible has all kinds to say about friendship and sharing Jesus and that sort of thing. And um, I took a little time and just kind of reflected upon my own life, how I've friends have shared Jesus with me and how God has led me to share Jesus with friends. And then specifically right now during COVID, just how much more intentionality it takes. And so I just wanted to kind of go through a couple of points just of what God kind of impressed on my heart to share about friendship. And the first I already mentioned is intentionality. I think right now it's at least in my life, it's really easy just to go along with the waves of life, to just coast through and kind of bank on how things have been. But really what God calls us to is to engage intentionally, to reach out to people. And as I was thinking about it, I think prayer is the very basis, the very beginning of that, to really just pray for the people who are in your life. The amount of times that I've just taken time and written in my journal or or just lifted up a friend in prayer and then I mean almost immediately after within the next couple of days they'll reach out to me and share a blessing or something like that and it that's just the the things that I do see but the amount of times that I've prayed and I don't see what God is doing I'm sure there's going to be stories in heaven of of times that God has um, on behalf of the prayers I've lifted up to God just blessed people and poured out help in times of intense struggle or you know so I feel like friendship like if you can just be praying for friends man like that is such an amazing way to impact people's lives in a way that they won't know and you won't know but it just like powerfully powerfully shares Jesus and blesses them and leads them and grows them in a way that you can't even imagine so one amazing thing that I've had happen in my friendship and Jesus topic life realm of life um, is that sometimes friends will come to me and ask, how can I get to know Jesus better? Or come to me and say, Chandler, I'm really struggling with my relationship with this girl or this guy, or I'm really struggling with my parents, or I'm really struggling with this or that. And those are the times, I think, when God has led someone to you that you can really be intentional, really be you know, um, an impact on them. And when someone comes to you, it should just be like an alarm in your head man, I can make an impact. I can love somebody today. And so I think the first thing when that happens is to really just listen. Like the amount of times that people come to me and they are just wrecked by whatever they're going on in life and I just listen, it makes the biggest difference. And it's like, they feel loved, they feel listened to, they sometimes figure out their problems and like, I didn't say a word. I didn't do anything except listen. And so I think that's one amazing way you can just show Jesus to people when they come to you is just by listening. Um, beyond that, one thing that I'm working on is being bold in sharing Jesus and sharing how Jesus is going to impact them in the situation that they're going through. Um, for an example, um, I had a friend that just Snapchatted me the other day and he was like, hey Chan, will you pray for me? And I was like, yeah, dude, for sure. And this was a kind of a decision point where normally it's like, well, I don't know if he wants me to ask about it, but then God impressed me to be bold. And so I was like, yeah, dude, what's going on? And he actually shared that he'd been going through some stuff and he'd actually been struggling with drugs. And it's like, man, that's a, that's a heavy thing. And he reached out to me for prayer. And so it was just so encouraging that he was reaching out to me 
but I'm connected to God. So really he's reaching out to God and I was able to one, just encourage him and help him to see that, um, to, to be able to make wise decisions and let him know that God is working on his behalf. But if I hadn't been intentional in asking at, at being bold and taking that opportunity to dig deeper, I would have never known. Um, and then there's uh, another time when I was in a life group and this was when I was in college and, um, it was after the life group and, uh, the, the life group leader asked us to get together and to pray. And this dude ended up pouring out his whole story about how he was talking to this girl long distance at PUC and, um, had no idea what to do. And he was like really conflicted. And it was just amazing because I had been talking to my now wife when I was going to Southwestern and she was at Southern. And so I had been through what he was about to go through. And so God had led me in such a unmistakable and such a miraculous way that I was able to point him to the fact that God did know what was going to happen in his life, did orchestrate his life and had an amazing future for him. And so as he was unsure about what to do, if he was to seek God, God would help him. And I've had times in my life where God has given me no clear answer. And so I've had to go through doors and say, hey, God, am I still good to go? And he'll either shut a door or open a door. And I've had times when God has quite literally given me a Gideon sign of wet fleece. And so it was just amazing to be able to share with this new friend that God had a plan. But if I hadn't been intentional in listening one to his entire story and then being open to, to the ability to share my story, I would have missed out on that opportunity. And so I think that um, that when people come to you, that's just a, a, a alarm goes off in your head. Man, I can share Jesus right here, right now. And so just be uh, open to the Spirit's leading on how to do that as the conversation continues. Um, I think just to, just to close, um, we can only pour out on other people what's poured into us. And so ultimately, if you want to be a good friend, if you want to be able to share Jesus, man, let Jesus pour into your heart and the overflow is going to bless the people around you. And so if you will passionately seek Christ, if you'll passionately pour through his word and honestly lift up prayers to him, the, the things that are going on, the things that you're interested in, um, just everything about your life to Jesus, he's going to bless you and use you and, and use you as a, as a light to the people who are around you. It's uh, 2020 is a ridiculous year. It's uh, so dramatic and unpredictable and painful and hard with COVID. And so right now, more than ever, as we try and figure out how to be intentional and in, in loving our friends, that connection to Jesus is going to be the difference maker. So I think uh, I'll close with that. Definitely want to encourage you guys get in the word, spend time with Jesus in prayer, and it's just going to end up flowing out all the love that Jesus gives you onto the friends who are around you. Thank you, Pastor Chandler, for that awesome worship thought. Really appreciate having you here. Yeah, that was groovy, man, and I'm glad I was able to be here with you guys. And that concludes our podcast for today, but we hope you tune in next week to God's Lemonade Stand once again, where we will start talking about outreach. If you want to reach us, if you want to say hi, you know, just give us some suggestions, whatever's on your mind, you can reach us at podcast at springmeadows.org. And if you want to get to know more about us and who we are, you can find that at springmeadows.org. Bye. Yes, Jesus love.